Thursday, everyone, June 2nd, 2022, and welcome to episode number 334 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, we're going to talk a little Tuzar skipper, Devin Bush, and Pat Freyer move as OTAs continue. But back to the thank you and the gratitude and the appreciation. You know I love Yin's guys for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I record really every other week in the offseason. We recorded this past Saturday, recapping last week's OTAs. Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers. You want to check it out. Don't want to miss it. It is linked in the show notes. And just in case you missed it, The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to The Still Study Podcast and The Study Sessions so that they show up in your daily feed. You don't have to do a thing. Whenever I record and publish a new one, it comes directly to you. So please subscribe and also leave me a rating and review. It helps to grow the site and spread the message of the still study. So let's jump in here Thursday. It's Friday Junior. You ever heard that one, Friday Junior? I always throw out the practice Friday, pre-Friday, Friday Eve. Friday Junior, I heard that one at school from a teacher and I was like I am going to steal that so I'm stealing it today but let's talk Tuzar Skipper the Steelers signed Tuzar Skipper on Wednesday he was an undrafted rookie free agent that the Steelers signed in 2019 out of Toledo he had a phenomenal preseason I think he had five sacks in his preseason work He generated a lot of buzz. People were excited about what he potentially could provide to the team. And he ended up making the 53-man roster heading into week one. But then he was cut. Signed by the New York Giants. Eventually was released by the Giants. Came back to the Steelers. Was cut again. Went to the Titans. Then to the Falcons. Then back to the Titans. And now he is back with the Steelers. During his time in the NFL since 2019, he's registered eight tackles and .5 sacks. He hasn't really been given a lot of opportunity. But the Steelers are bringing him in to see potentially what he can offer in terms of depth. And I wouldn't look too much in to this signing in terms of him sticking with the team. He's going to provide competition in camp. But I can't see him making the 53-man roster, A, 
I don't see him beating out Derek Tuska B. And C, I still don't think the Steelers are done at the outside linebacker position yet. Still a lot of work to do, and the signing of Tuzar Skipper does not preclude them from making an additional move. This is a big season for Devin Bush. The Sealers did not pick up his fifth-year option. We are all aware of that by now. And last season, he definitely underperformed. There was concern last offseason about some of his activity on social media, some of the things that he posted, the infamous cat flinging from a balcony. But he just never looked himself last year, looked timid and hesitant at times. And he had a chance to speak to the media this week and he talked about his knee and he said specifically my knee wasn't an issue I was able to do that and just get my confidence back in myself and in my knee and so it was a confidence issue for him the knee was healthy but in terms of believing in the knee that it was structurally sound it could hold up to the lateral movements that you have to make at the inside backer position, the cutting, the bursting, that confidence wasn't there. But in reading and listening to his comments and his interview, it sounds like not only is the knee physically where it should be, but his mindset is where it should be. And he's hoping to return to his form prior to the injury. And if you remember... Bush was on an upward trajectory in terms of his play before he got hurt. His rookie season was pretty solid. And if he can return anywhere near that for 2022, that is a huge upgrade for this defense. We all remember how much this team struggled to stop the run last season. Bush was a big part of that. His improvement as a player will be significant for this run defense. And especially now that Stefan Tuitt has retired, there is a lot riding on Bush returning to form. So here is to that happening. He's saying all the right things. Let's hope that it is true that his lack of confidence hindered him. And it will be great to see him in camp this year and what he's able to do. And then finally, wanted to talk a little bit about Pat Freyermuth. Again, he had a chance to speak to the media during OTAs. And Pat had a solid season last year. Fully expect him to have an even better season this year. And there's a quote I teased out here that wanted to share. But he talked about what his mindset is, what the mindset is for the tight ends this year. And he said... Our motto in the tight end room, and specifically mine, is there's no 50-50 balls. It's 100 to nothing on our side. You got to love that mentality. You got to love that expectation that there is no such thing as a 50-50 ball. It's my ball. And you know what? If you think back to last season, and I mentioned this to Jim Wexel when we did the podcast last Saturday, Jim pointed it out. There, towards the end of camp, that Freyermuth caught everything that was around him. And to go along with that, Alex Kazor of the Steelers Depot noted that 
Freyermuth had the highest catch percentage of anybody he had ever tracked during training camp. So to hear Freyermuth have this expectation heading into this season, he has the work and the resume on tape to make us believe what he is saying. And I really do feel he is primed for a major season. I mean, if you just think about last year, what Najee Harris did and what Freyermuth did in their rookie years, they were solid. And now to think in year two what they're going to be able to do with all that growth and development, not just mentally and in the, in the technical components of their game, but physically, these really could be special seasons for both of these players and the start of some really special years for these offensive weapons and who knows what that will mean in terms of the success of this Pittsburgh Steelers team in 2022 man I'm starting to get hyped up I'm always hyped up I'm not going to lie but talking Steelers football these OTAs it's exciting hearing some of these guys get to talk seeing some moves made. We're probably going to see something happen at that defensive line position with it. So I'm on the lookout for that, as you should be as well. They're not done at that outside backer position. Wouldn't be surprised to see something happen there. Wouldn't be surprised to see something happen at running back. And I don't know if I mentioned it, but Trevon Mason was cut one of the undrafted rookie free agents who made the team on a tryout from Arizona State. I did a profile on him both on the study session and a written article. He did not make it. I'll keep you up to date with any roster moves. I still got two more written profiles to do for Nick Saiba. And who's the other one? There's one more I have to finish. Then I'm all done. And then I'm going to get into the depth chart analysis. That'll be coming, and then my 53-man roster projection. So all that is coming your way. Yen's beautiful, beautiful studies. And studying, 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 studying. That's going to do it here for today on this Friday, Junior. June 2nd, 2022. My gratitude to you for being supporters. Thank you for listening. I truly do appreciate it. Make sure you check out the episode tomorrow on Friday, a Steelers Saturday mailbag coming on Saturday, and probably a new Still Study podcast coming on Sunday. I think I'm going to get into the habit of Sunday podcast, full-length podcast, no session that day. So it's six days of study sessions. Sunday is the larger Still Study podcast episode. Make sure you check out the podcast I do with Jim Wexel over on his site. It is linked in the show notes. That is called the Still Study Insider Podcast. Let's connect. You know how to do that. Drop me a line via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com. Comment on the articles. Hit me up on Twitter. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And remember, on this June 2nd, 2022, only 28 more days to go before July, ladies and gentlemen, and it will go fast. So make sure you're appreciating your time. Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.